0: yo 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 neander talk podcast with your host me ryan weston today we have a special halloween (laughs) we have a halloween edition guys that i was supposed to drop on saturday for halloween but um uh i guess i could lie to you guys and tell you that something happened that uh something happened with the internet or my computer but no no nothing happened <laughs> i just procrastinated and you know i don't know it doesn't matter we we go through ups and downs in this journey of life not to get to whatever i'm in a uh i'm in a valley right now instead of a peak but that's all right i still get getting this podcast up It's still a Halloween special because you know what? If I would have dropped it on Saturday, nobody's listening to it on Halloween anyways. You guys are doing other things. You guys are out getting Twixes and Twizzlers and Twinkies and whatever and taking your kids out. You're not listening to this podcast. You're not watching it. But if you want to watch it and see something scary, go to the YouTube version. YouTube Neander Talk Podcast and see my crazy hair for this episode. And... um. Okay, let's get to this episode. You guys are like, shut up, Ryan. We just go go to the episode. We came here for the ghosts and alien talk. We got some good paranormal talk. Um, all right, this was... I I really like these guys. I really like having them on. And uh, they told some really good stories. Larry, y- you guys will get into it. Larry's a big softy. He's afraid of his own shadow. And uh, they had told a wonderful story of them i'm not gonna ruin it tune in the halloween special this was good this was a lot of fun you guys are really gonna enjoy this one and without any further ado we're doing the halloween special 2020 boom Shock boom welcome to the inner talk podcast we'll no topic is off now here's your host
1: Thank
0: you for coming to the Podcast. Boom, Sherlock, boom. In three, two, one, boom, shlock boom. I got Larry and Jason. Jason's returning. Larry's making his first appearance on the show. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Happy Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for
1: having me back.
0: Yeah, thanks for wanting to come back on and doing this again. I had a blast our first episode.
1: Yeah, we went like two hours and we weren't done talking. Just we just started. Ended. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: how it goes. So, um, but yeah, I was appreciative that you hit me up and saying, "Hey, are you interested in doing a Halloween show?" So here we are, Happy Halloween. We probably should have dressed up. I thought about it.
1: I got my favorite shirt that says, "I hate people." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true more than ever right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so last time we were talking a lot about ghost hunting and stuff, and then after we're after that episode. You know, I have a lot of guests on, and they promise me to do things. Oh, I'll do this with you. Yeah. Oh, we'll do this. And a lot of times.
1: <laughs> I remember you mentioning that. A lot that.
0: of times, yeah. you know, I'll never hear from them again. Well, I pulled through. You pulled through, <laughs> man. You guys <laughs> yeah. took me to Vale Mansion, yeah. Haunted Mansion, and I've ta- I talked about it with Shannon and Elijah. Yeah.
1: Well, it was because of them that I got to get you in there. Okay. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And that was quite the experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and we hadn't had a chance to talk about it. We kind of, like, all kinds of shit happened. Yeah, you, had, you had, had, had life t- hit you pretty hard yeah. for a minute, so. But, so, have you talked about it? I haven't heard all of your episodes since then. Have you talked about it on the show yet? A little, bit, yeah. a little
0: bit. A little bit. I talked a little bit about it with Shannon and Elijah. And then I did talk about it. I couldn't tell you who. A lot yeah. of conversations, I just... I have so many of yeah, them. Yeah, definitely. And so I'm like, wait, I had this conversation, but what is it? Who was it with? But yeah, I did talk about it and talked about how badly I wanted it to be real. Yeah, I but mean, I so the have... activity
1: we had that night, it wasn't like crazy activity. Like um, if especially somebody that doesn't go and do it a lot would ex- hopefully expect like we didn't, I don't, I don't think we saw any like apparitions or no. we, we heard a couple things that were weird. To us, that, that session that we did with the, whatever they called it, where we're blindfolded and Estes. talking. Estes. But maybe it is that, yeah. Um, to us, that was it was a little odd because we had never done that before, that particular
0: type of um Oh, that was new for you guys? It yeah. Was yeah. New it was for us everything's kind of new for you, aren't you? You're fairly new, right, Larry? No. No, it, no, no okay. Been, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. My bad.
2: That was the first time I'd ever
3: done um, okay. it.
1: Okay. It was interesting it's, because I know how that box works. Or that that device works. And I know how loud it was in that person's head. So they definitely couldn't hear what we were saying. But when I think back to it, I think we were talking to it, not it talking to us. That's how I viewed it. It wasn't responding to us. We were responding to it. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what to think about that. Um, I I wasn't convinced. the place was great. The place was great. It was amazing. It was
0: a very cool place. There was a few times... I've mentioned a couple times that, and I don't know what, what to attribute this to, other than it was an experience that I had um, a couple times where like just certain spots on on me would have like like goosebumps, but not regular goosebumps mm. like you get. Yeah, they're just slight. It's slightly different. Like the hair sticks up and you get goosebumps, but it is a slight different feeling, and it seems very look like localized mm-hmm. it's not like you know a lot of times you get like your arm your whole arm will just get a goosebump or something but this was just like a little patch of it mm-hmm. yeah and I felt That's I was right. like huh yeah. what you know
2: did it feel almost like cobwebs or something retouching? no just like
0: no. I don't know just just an it, it just really like goosebumps but slightly different but like of you know in that same family mm-hmm. it was uh it was, but yeah I don't know what to attribute that to but
2: well I remember we had a lot of uh Noise. It was Fourth of July. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so, coming from that back stairwell, I remember there being a lot of noise, like sounding like people walking up and down the stairs.
0: Okay,
1: that there was house. shadows we saw, at least that I saw, back towards that stairwell. Mm-hmm. It, I remember now that the the whole thing kind of focused on that back stairwell, mm-hmm. the conversation it seemed to be having, and I did see some shadows in there. But I don't know if you did. I don't know. If I Larry I, didn't
0: did. see, I didn't see. Anything. I like say I I I I came in with a fairly open mind, mm-hmm. and I want things to be real. I want yeah. to see that. Like I said, I wanted to see the dude in the basement. Yeah. And just because it was so like you know that's like Ghostbusters esque. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, if something's really real <laughs> like that. Like please let me see it. Um, but I would definitely like to keep trying like I would mm-hmm. I would be interested in doing something like that and trying to I don't know I tell you uh, I don't know if you listened to my episode with the apex I haven't I okay. was actually I going
1: know. to but I hadn't gotten to it yet okay I do plan on it okay but,
0: um they were they talked about Sally house yeah and that intrigues the heck out of me
1: I actually have a friend in Atchison that's actively trying to get me in there I mean groups can go in there there's a fee I don't know how much it is these days. I'd rather not pay the fee if I don't yeah. have to. So I'm trying to get in there.
0: Okay. I've heard. You've many never different... experienced? Have you experienced? I've
1: never been in Sally House. Okay. There he, he has.
2: has. Have... I, I've been in there once, but I didn't Nothing. feel me. Um It's there's a small a, place.
1: I mean, it's like any other place like that, in that there's so many people go in there. There's so many different stories from it. Mm-hmm. And the historical stuff, like that they say, the the stories come from a lot of them have been disproven but right. there's a lot of activity that don't associate that doesn't associate with that from people um, I don't know I, I've never been in there so I can't really say I do know that I've been told things about one of the previous owners faking something but it was just a minor thing but there that just goes to their mindset they were caught faking something by a friend of mine on video. Okay. And uh, that was several years ago and I don't they don't own it anymore. I don't know how associated they are with it, but but yeah, I mean, I I'm interested in it interested in going there because of it's like might as well do it once. But places like that never really interested me in the past. I'd rather what do you go mean to by some place like that like what with that kind of reputation. Okay. I evil? Don't know. Well, no, not, not evil. That
2: Just well-known.
1: Well-known. Yeah. Everybody did it. Everybody does it. Okay. It's and touristy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I got gotcha. you. Up until yeah. a couple years ago, when I was super actively investigating, which was actually like eight <clears throat> years ago when I was investigating every weekend at a place and uh, with him as well for a good part of it, I never had to pay for a place. Not that I was above it. I was just so busy going to all these places that i didn't have time to spend my money to go to a place Mm -hmm. so i never did and then now i'm fine with it if the price is right and i think it would be a good experience i don't know if i'd do it again i guess that all depends on the activity in there sure i'm not trying to dissuade people from going to the sally house it's got a reputation for a reason i believe Mm mm-hmm I've known other people that were tour guides there that have experienced crazy stuff in there. So, yeah, like, I guess what I'm saying is I'd love to go, but that's the reason why I hadn't ever gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just talking to the Apex guys, they really sold it. Like, they freak out. They're freaked out. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you've discussed it with them at all. A little bit. Yeah. But they're freaked out about Mm -hmm. it. Like, they don't want to go back. Yeah. Like, and then when they do go back, they're like why did we do this? We're never coming back again. Like it's straight up like they feel uh like it's evil. Like a lot of times mm-hmm. when you guys are doing these ghost investigations like yep. at a Vale mansion type thing, those are separate than what the Sally House entity seems to be in the in their mind.
1: Yeah. I, mean, it, I I can't speak to their mindset. I can So I had a friend of mine that was a tour guide there for a while and there's this crack or hole in the basement wall that is supposed to be like a portal. Okay. People think it's a portal. He had thrown holy water in there, and for months, groups went in there didn't have any activity. So that And he didn't put out there that he had done that. He just did it. So whether there, it was something evil or maybe holy water does something, or maybe it was even the intention of him changing the environment in the house, but... Before that, it was super active. And for a while, like months, teams that went in there didn't have any activity. They didn't know he did that. So to that, to me, that says there had been something there and probably has come back. I don't know.
0: Holy Water maybe runs out of... It's maybe. luster after what kind of gets like, like uh, expired. I, I have no idea. <laughs> <Once> <laughs> it evaporates. It, maybe something. he
1: didn't, like he wasn't a priest or anything. Maybe he oh. didn't do it to completion, you
0: know? He needs to have an actual priest to bless it and it's legit.
1: <sighs> Who knows? It's all theoretical, but right. I thought that was very
0: interesting. It's interesting.
2: I mean, it could be too that the stuff that's happening <clears throat> now since that happened is new. It's different. It's different, mm-hmm. not the things that were there before. It's I mean no one knows I don't
1: know how long ago that was that was at least three or four years ago, so I'm sure the activity's back to normal i don't I don't know the if they're <laughs> <laughs> i don't I don't know if they're actively doing investigations there at the moment because they just changed the person that runs their tourism board a few months ago and they haven't as far as my friend that lives there now knows they don't have anybody running that side so i I don't know but it's also a small place, so if you go with Apex, you probably wouldn't want to bring like us along because it it would be too so many really people in place, one house. Oh, okay. That's what I heard. So,
0: yeah, it's it's intriguing the way they talked about it. They sold it to mm-hmm. me, I guess. I mean, I don't know. Um, well, in any
1: place, even the most haunted place out there (air quotes) has its off nights. Mm-hmm. Have its bad, you know. Who knows what it is we're really doing and who knows what activates it and you know it used to be in the past we'd have several investigations where we would have nothing my life it personally has kind of picked up in activity lately and I'm actually re invigorated in restarting some paranormal stuff in my life that because of that but for a long time there there were several investigations where you know nothing happens and that's fine I'm fine with nothing happening because if things happened all the time, then it then it wouldn't be what it is mm-hmm. in my mind.
0: So. What's going on lately? What do you got? Um, what do you mean by activities picked so, up a little
1: bit? We'll get into the desert stuff in a, in a few minutes. Some of that stuff kind of crosses over the UFO stuff. Okay, but I've been seeing a lot more shadows. Okay for the last 6 months actually the last year it's really picked up but the last 6 months has really intensified especially since the last time we've been together and I'm not saying it has anything to do with right. you but it just the last this summer um I'm seeing lights and shadows all the time like daily in my house and and where I go um I don't know what it is or why it's happening but and and Every investigation I've been on in the last month and a half has been, like, I've been seeing a lot of that in the investigations as well. So have other people that have gone with me.
0: Is it, do you think it's a you thing or is it just uh just a right now, everybody mm-hmm. kind of is it like, is it across the board you think picked up or is it like maybe something going on?
1: I would like to think that because I don't want to think that that something in me is making it. Part of me wants that, but the other <clears> part of me is like, "Am I really ready for that? Do I really want that?" And I, I've had that idea for a long time. Wait, now. what if it's personal? Yeah, if it's personal, I've had and you know I've had several psychics, including trusted friends of mine over the years, say that if I let myself, if I if I hone myself. That I could be a very powerful psychic whatever that means Um and I've never felt that I wanted that they also said that I don't know or they don't know if I have a choice one day uh, however that works it just picks you however that works and I don't I don't claim to be psychic but I do seem to be picking up more perspective uh, perception I, I I don't know how to explain it I don't know how to, it's not scary because i've been in this field for so long i would see how it would be scary to somebody who had no uh, experience in the, this kind of thing this is all of a sudden it and i and i don't know if it works that way for most people because i've had lots of things throughout my life that were in this vein but not really the same thing larry you hearing something
0: music from a car or something no. oh you hear it too Mm -hmm.
1: yeah so I don't know what's going on I just know that I'm seeing a lot more shit lately (laughs)
0: okay and you like it or no he says reinvigorated you was that good
1: yeah I'm fine with it I'm I've also been I think I mentioned this on the last show I've been really lucky over the years because they say once you go start looking for it it starts looking for you and they say that in this field that if the longer you do it the more likely you are to come across something bad
0: and they start seeking you out. What's bad? Like evil. Evil. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are your thoughts on, on uh, where do you stand with, with certain entities? You you believe that some some are evil and then some are just.
1: Well, I told you that story about that thing that came to my house that night. Yeah, I, I think yeah, may yeah. Have came to the house that night. They were talking
0: about a similar thing from Sally House, like yeah. fought, like rode with them. mm Hmm. Um. I don't know. I.
1: I don't like to put labels on things,
0: but clearly there's a difference. Like, is a difference between.
1: I would say so. Yeah, I I would say it's all experience and perspective. Um. I think it's very rare that somebody could physically get hurt from something like this, but absolutely people get, uh, like mentally, damaged, from stuff like this. not like this that i I mean but bad things in the field
0: like what like what would
1: like possession and okay whoa (laughs) um a friend of my my podcast co-host he got kind of his start in this field when he went out in college to investigate and somebody that was with them got possessed for a week he did a whole documentary like? and book about it really it's um, what,
0: what do you attribute like what what it's so yeah I, I don't know if,
1: I'm not gonna do it justice but I'll give you the broad strokes of what happened to him. They were you know he went to the University of it was Northwest Missouri State University and I think it's Saint Mary or Mary or whatever Maryville okay up north of yeah. KC. and he one day, decided with some buddies to go out and check out this chapel that was abandoned that had a cemetery attached to it i think it was workman workman's chapel yeah and they were investigating it as college kids do and this girl was out there with them she was kind of crouched down looking into like there was a little like um concrete patio out in front or patio but like a little block out in front of the entrance of the church had no windows no doors it was all gone it was one big room and she was crouched down looking in there and other guys were kind of just standing around behind her and it got super black inside like they couldn't see through it anymore and she flew back like flew back off of the um the concrete thing and she was freaking out and they grabbed her up they got in the car and they left and she went to her room and didn't get out of bed for a week and every like she looked sick they were trying to figure out what the hell was going on the week later they finally grabbed her up took her back and she had some kind of weird reaction she didn't remember the entire week whoa um and then the subsequent investigation somebody got that was standing inside of it got ripped out out of one of the open windows
0: what? that they caught on film, and they caught it on film. Well,
1: they caught it at least I've heard the audio, and the they were filming at the time. I don't know if honestly it's been so many years. And I don't know if you see him fly out, but they definitely have. He was holding a recorder in his hand, and you hear him ripped out of the window. Did he live? Yeah, I've been there a few times, um, but it's technically private property, and you have to have. And they I. I think they're really close to tearing it down because so many because of the, he's put out a documentary and a book about it, two documentaries and a book about it, and um, people want to go out there like it's yeah, and it's it's, it was already in bad shape, so I'm sure it's Mm -hmm. even worse now. It's been probably six or seven years since I've been out there.
0: Do you think uh, a place like that, the chapel, if they just tear it down and just demolish it? would that still be like a hot spot that area or do you think once like that structures down the portal or the the action the activity there if you will just kind of would cease uh,
1: I mean it's hard for me cuz you know my stance on anything's possible right but i could definitely talk about theory um there supposedly was also a witch that was hung there you know that's kind of a story that's told about a lot of places but <laughs> yeah um a witch huh I'm re- I've, I remember a story that I read from one of the first books that Jason and Grant from Ghost Hunters put out like a long time ago when their show first started, they put out a book of cases before they started the show. And they helped a guy out that ended up having to, he tore down his house piece by piece and it wasn't until every single piece was removed from the location and then the house was completely rebuilt with new materials that the, the, whatever it was was gone
0: wow okay yeah well that answers that
1: right it was something that would walk down the stairs and like do something with the door and then walk back up and even removing the stairs removing all the interior stuff and putting in all this new stuff moving the stairs to a different spot The thing would still do it (laughs) same spot same sound same thing whoa yeah i guess the guy had a lot of money to do that i'd just move
0: yeah no he must have loved that property (laughs) he was on yeah must have been special to so we'll just sell that thing. Sell that ghost to somebody else. Um, so it seems like we have a lot of haunted areas within, you know, reasonable distance from mm-hmm. Kansas City. Are most... I mean, are there just haunted places all over? Everywhere? Yeah. Like, I mean... And then is this investigation thing, is this like more of a North American thing? Or do you hear about no. this? Uh,
1: Europe. Europe, okay, I'm sure they especially do Especially, like, UK. Mm-hmm. Um, It probably teams... I mean, there's teams <clears throat> that have been organized going back to the 50s and 60s. And before that, it was all seances and, you know, all that um, metaphysical stuff, mm. spiritualism and whatnot. But... Like, kind of what we do, if you could put it in a like ghost hunting kind of term. Mm-hmm. There's teams that have been doing it since the 60s. I've uh, The guy that I did, the Kansas City Paranormal Conference, he'd been doing it that long. Um, really? But the UK, they are crazy about it. <laughs> yeah. And they're also very yeah. – um, they're very – What's, I can't think of the right word there. Enthusiastic, um, but in a kind of a overly confident, like they're very territorial, very protective. Um, I I talked a little bit about the drama between teams before and how you know they that's ten times over there. Oh, okay, and you know because they well one they have a lot older stuff than us and places well, that's but, what i was
0: thinking like they must have some really old ghosts yeah i mean they're just such an old country oh I mean.
1: yeah yeah but they um they're they're pretty crazy about it in in the sense of i don't, I don't know how to put it. i can't i can't think of the right word it's more hysterical is not the right word they're just there's there are teams over there that they're, they think they're a lot they think they're better than everybody else and that's how almost all the teams are over there so they all fight each other <laughs> and they make. you know they they kind of make fun of the united states teams because we're not like them
0: in, in a way, what, that's in what, what i territorial anyways. egocentric no. egocentric
1: Ego-ce- yeah stuff like that okay but they're still huh. they're egomaniacal for sure <laughs> uh yeah but i i mean i'd love to go over there and investigate sometime
0: yeah is there any like historical sites anywhere in the world that you two would like love like this is I got it's on my bucket list I'd love to go to Egypt or something or the catacombs in Paris okay to get so full
2: rain people. and just let us do whatever we want down there
0: okay we could
1: we could do that well illegally yes <laughs> not, not well I mean maybe the parts that are part of the museum but there are urban explorers that go over there all the time and spend, safely as well yeah safe is the other thing um I think Inca Wat's pretty cool. The okay. or, or any of the South American village like they were just villages for them but the and temples and whatnot. But I think any of those places would
0: be pretty cool. Those places have got to have activity, right? I think that most of those were built
1: for that and not necessarily just for ghosts, for spiritual reasons. Yeah. So,
2: isn't that where the Island of the Dolls is is down in South America?
1: I think so. Yeah. That would be kind of crazy too those dolls don't genuinely like generally scare me but if one was moving around that would be pretty <laughs> freaky um yeah so we've been uh going out uh, doing UFO hunting though lately
0: yeah I was very curious about that um I, yeah I got thoughts on all that all that stuff you know what's cool I just saw Mars last night I don't know yeah. if it's out there tonight I'm sure it is it's
1: <laughs> been actually been up for a while
0: but I was yeah just hanging yeah. out at my front yesterday and I was like Hey, that looks like Mars. Let me check. Yeah, sure enough. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So ghost uh, uh, UFO hunting, if you UFO will. UFO hunting.
1: So we started... Mm. Actually, I started a couple... Before I was on last time, I started early 2020 before the pandemic. Getting into driving UFO? Well, I've always been into UFOs. Like, that was my first thing because I saw one when I was seven. But um, it's hard... UFO hunting is generally finding a place to just sit and look at the sky. Yeah. That's all you really can do. I mean, which is did, a beautiful, wonderful thing. I oh, love it. Awesome. like when you go out yeah. when
0: there's no light pollution. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, I love it's one of my no, favorite things. No, it's great. Yeah. It's just
1: it's hard to like especially before when I had an active team and we were going and investigating all this stuff. You could go to a place that's supposedly haunted and you spend time in there. Well, the, the places that are hotspots for UFOs are a little bit farther away and sometimes harder yeah. to get to when you, you never, like, what is a UFO hotspot, really? If it was a UFO hotspot, people would see them there all the time. So when do you go? All that kind of stuff. So that's why we never really did it before that much. But I just decided, fuck it. We'll go, <laughs> we'll go start driving out to places. And I, I drug him along and some other people along. And, um, We've been picking nights where the you know the moon's not up or there's a new moon. Let's go drive out to. I'll find a place on my light pollution map that's supposed to be low to zero light pollution and go drive out there and sit out there for a night. And
0: I didn't know there was an app for that. I got to check that out. Does it yeah. change? Do locations change all the time or some places? Um, I I like Wednesday night. This place has the least amount of light pollution. I haven't pollution seen
1: left. that change. It's not necessarily an app. It's a website. Okay, it's. And I don't know how, like I haven't looked into how they judge it. I think it's just how close you are to city. Mm-hmm. Pretty much in everything east of us, there's no real dead spots. There are less spots, the spots where there's less light pollution, but there's no real dead spots like there is west of us. Um, the first time we went, we just randomly went to this old park that we found while driving around one night months before, and. What did we see that night? They kind of all run together for me, but I know they run... I don't know why I'm asking you. They all run together for you. Um,
2: <laughs> we saw it, the, the UFO that kind of like stopped and then disappeared was the first night.
1: Yeah. And and so we say well, UFO... Well, first night you guys saw well, well, so we say UFO. So up until the desert last month, what we see and what's a UFO to us isn't necessarily like... Super impressive, and it's people outside the field. It's not like a saucer in the sky right. or whatever like that. Generally, what we've seen, they look like satellites, but they're doing things that satellites that we know of shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's the space force, but I mean, it to us it's a UFO. So, right. you know, and I have they have apps that you can track the satellites in the sky. And you yeah, know, who military ones apps. aren't going to be on there, mm-hmm. of course. And we have the flight radar apps and whatnot. So,
0: do you have all this stuff going at the same if time? If we see
1: something, I'll try and pull it up. Yeah. Um, but actually, we didn't have those apps the first few times we went. So the first time we went, we just saw a um, what looked like a satellite, and it just stopped. Yeah. Right. And just it just kind of disappeared. Um, the second time we went, we went up to.
2: No, we went down south. Oh, yeah.
1: We went down south to Virgil, Kansas, which is near Yates Center. And we just kind of went out into a farmer's field. There was a road. We went through it, so we weren't trespassing. We just stopped. It's kind of chilly. And um, I think this may have been before. It wasn't. No, it wasn't No, it was after. It was after. Yeah. Um, There was four of us. And we set up lawn chairs, and we just kind of stared at the sky (laughs) for the night. And we were down there for a few hours, and the big thing that kind of happened that night is there were what looked like five satellites all traveling in a pattern from the south east to the northwest and you know the, it, it, it's quite impressive getting out there because you could see the, the whole milky way and mm-hmm. everything and um but yeah these five satellites were kind of traveling together in a and they weren't in any like pattern like they didn't look like a star or anything like that or a pyramid. They were just kind of moving through the sky together. And then one of them
2: flashed. Lit up the whole sky. In, like, that, really? in that but just, just
1: in that area, them. not the whole right, sky. Yeah. But yeah. like it was like the light seemed to be pointed at us.
0: No way. Almost and like a mean, laser pointer. Whoa. Yeah.
1: I don't know what I I mean, I know somewhat general information about satellites. I'm sure there's reflective panels on there. Maybe the sun hit it in the right way. But that's not the only thing that happened with this group. So there was that flash of light that kind of like seemed to be pointed towards us through the atmosphere. And then three of the satellites stop. And the other two just keep going. And we didn't see them move again. And then 30 seconds after they stopped... There's a shadow person standing next to Larry.
0: Get out of here. Yeah, it's scares shadow. He the stands
1: up and reacts, and I see a shadow on the other side of his car because we were sitting on one side of his car. The car was kind of parked off like 10 yards in front of us. I saw a shadow move away on the other side of the car right after that. So we had all that happen within like 90 seconds
0: what are they yeah. doing? Are they just messing with you?
1: I don't know. It, they it,
0: pointed you out. Like, they, they knew your guys' intention. I mean, there's people all over. There's probably high school kids a couple miles away in a field probably. getting yeah. drunk. Yeah, I don't know. I, but they I knew know. your guys' intention was looking out there. And they spotted you, like, and then boom, know, his, showed up. Hey, guys, we're going to mess with you for a minute. or
1: Like, who really? I mean, people do. I know that people go, even, like, people, out. they sit on their porch and they watch the guy. But, um. I don't a lot. A lot of people do it these days, as far as I know. Go and do that sort of thing. So maybe they just don't care. Like I, I don't necessarily, uh, you know, put anything alien on any of it. It's just their lights in the sky doing things that I don't know mm-hmm. that satellites are capable of. I, I did just recently learn that satellites can turn themselves, and they have patterns where they're they're not like super. There, there are several that just go in the straight orbit around the Earth, but there are several that turn through the sky and move around. Really, and, uh, it, it, even on the app. Are I mean, they that's, lower
0: than regular that's satellites? That's the other thing or? is.
1: Um, I, I'm s- just starting to look into all that stuff. Okay. Because of this.
0: Yeah, you're kind of new at this. You want to learn everything mm-hmm. you can. But yeah. they
2: shouldn't be able to just stop dead track.
0: If I they're turning think so, they, you yeah. should still be able Especially to see. Especially mean like a drone type thing, if anything. Huh? They
1: weren't moving slow to begin with. They were moving pretty quickly across the sky, and it was dead stop. And then they just looked like stars. So. And then you
2: see someone standing right next to you, <laughs> that's not there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I. I, I, I that's insane. Well,
1: that's only. That was only a couple hours from here. Um, and then. It was two or three weeks after that, we went up to Nebraska. And
0: you didn't want to talk to him like you got scared. You, well, I mean, you want to be like, it, Well, the second Whoa, I stood hey. up, it was
1: gone. Yeah. Like, so it wasn't sticking around, whatever yeah. it was. What well,
0: sucks? Like, what's the point of just showing up here? Like, hey, and I see you. You're not fooling me. What's up? What can I do for you? seems
1: to be connected because it all happened at the same time. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it was. What was on the ground may not have had anything to do with what was in the sky. It's true. I, don't, that's I don't know. That's a pretty strong coincidence. It is. <laughs> I don't know. It is. Um, and then, yeah, we went up to Nebraska a couple weekends after that. We did see a few weird lights. Do you remember what happened up in Nebraska?
2: Um, I, I remember the Corona constellation, the one that was a circle. Oh, yeah.
1: There's this uh, Corona constellation in the sky right now. That's the actual name for it. It means crown because they were all in a
2: circle together. So.
1: It actually kind of looks like a spiral. Mm-hmm. With the
0: stars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: And we've noticed it the last few times we've gone out and we noticed it before that the, the time before because it looks like a spiral so it's, Not it's noticeable cool. in the sky well we were sitting in a cemetery in nowhere in nebraska and just looking up at the sky it was a high point so we could kind of see around and we were looking at that constellation and there was a really bright star in the center of it at, as the center of the spiral and it went out, couldn't see it anymore, and and, and and you look through your binoculars, you could barely pick it up. But I know that you know stars flash and they they do weird stuff going through our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. But it was it was actually it wasn't there, and then we noticed it, Bright. and then like two minutes, two three minutes later, it was gone.
0: Whoa!
2: And it's it's weird if it was any any sort of like atmospheric disturbance like smoke or or dust or something in the air though you would have thought the whole constellation would have gone out of focus not just that one tiny right
0: um when you were talking about the five light one just a minute ago Mm -hmm. i think i remember was that corroborated with any other like were there other stories that same time about people seeing that because i thought i read something around that same time well of something very similar
1: I don't know. Happening. I don't know about five particularly. I know that that around that time in the news a lot was Starlink, mm-hmm. uh, Elon Musk's string of satellites. But they're all in a straight line, and they're all evenly spaced, and they're all moving at the same speed. And they definitely were. And there's like twenty of them. They definitely weren't in the sky that night. I don't remember a particular thing with five.
0: That I I thought I remembered reading something. Weird. I'll have to I don't know There's been so much stuff lately Yeah About UFOs Like I I don't know I have different You know Theories And I can go Down any kind of uh, Conspiracy theory Rabbit hole You want to throw at me But mm-hmm. I don't know how The story of The UFO Like the You know Recently the Pentagon papers Where they came out And said You know these We have materials That aren't of this world Mm-hmm and then I didn't read the article today. I just lost it. But um, something Harry Reid was hiding information about UFOs for a long time. Like he knows something. He's been hiding wow. it, and that, that like that just came out today. Hmm. But I, I didn't, didn't get a, I yet. didn't get a chance yeah. to read it. I haven't seen that. But you know, with all the, I don't know. I just don't know how that story. You know, with with COVID going on right now, just dominating the news. People aren't paying attention to it.
1: I think that might be it. part of the point.
0: Yeah. Too. Um It's just weird that we have this pandemic and then we got Black Lives Matter and all these, these riots going on. And then we just have all this UFO stuff going on. Just, you know, pardon the pun, but under the radar. Mm-hmm. You know, just. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
2: I mean, it is the perfect time to release it.
1: I think there's some kind of agenda behind it. I, I, I still stand firm on my idea, and I've had this for, or my thoughts on this, idea and I've what? had this for years. Corona? No. Okay. On UFO disclosure. Oh, they okay. wouldn't do it unless they had a motivation to do it that benefits them. There, there wouldn't be any reason why they would just decide all of a sudden to share their information that they might have about it. They would have to have a reason. Either to get a ha- out ahead of something If they were, if we were to if something was going to happen where we would find out anyways or it benefits them in some way um i just i just can't believe that they care enough about us to tell us oh yeah about they're it. not
0: like we can't <laughs> wait to give you guys this information that all of mankind's been searching for for thousands of years yeah yeah there's yeah knowledge is power and information is power and It'd so, let nice us know who knows what for real, yeah, I mean, when they yeah, I, I mean, I'm curious about when they release this stuff, what their motivation is. yeah, and to me, it's like just kind of like building us up to letting us know that they're here and being okay with it. instead of just dropping it all of a sudden, yeah. when they just kind of piecemeal it, get you kind of used to the mm-hmm. idea, and then all of a sudden, all right, hey, it's real. It is actually real. Here's yeah. the, here's the, you know, here's, here's the, here's our zoo at Area 51. Of these caged up things are actually real. There you go. And no we're like, oh, care. we knew it. Yeah. All right, cool. Can we see them? How much is a ticket to go see <laughs> these things? What do we feed them? Like, what's going on? And then, yeah, the other thing in the news. Uh, did you see what Trump said? Like, he just said like, if there's aliens or something, we're gonna attack them with really? like, a force <laughs> I have never not seen. seen. That.
1: Like he, I did not. I missed that. I think
0: he just said this like yesterday. Huh? Crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I haven't. Like I said yesterday was more. I was more hungover than my entire <laughs> life yesterday. So I was just laying down all day. I didn't do any kind of research. But to
1: me, the UFO disclosure, if that is what's happening, should be scarier—a scarier thing to the population than <laughs> it seems that it's having the reaction. Like. <clears throat> to think that the United States government that is mandated to protect the citizens of the United States just admits that it there are things in the sky that they don't know what it is and have no control over or no way of stopping that's a very scary thing and it's something that I don't see the government admitting to unless they had a reason to
0: it is scary but if they've been here for so long and nothing's happened, maybe it's not maybe it isn't scary. I mean that's true. The scary thing is if they're brand new here, if yeah. they're just getting here. That's mm-hmm. the scary thing to me.
1: Well, yeah, that that's taking the account if if they're actually going towards telling us about these things and they have been here a long time. But for the military to basically say we can't protect you from these things. They don't say that directly, but that's basically what they're saying. That's that's a big thing to admit, especially <laughs> for our military. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know that yeah. they're
0: admitting that.
1: I mean, it may be too- the two. They haven't said that directly, but that's what it infers. If they don't know what it is, they can't possibly know how to yeah. defend it from it. They've stated that they don't know what it is. That doesn't mean that they don't, but they've stated that they don't know what it is. So that's basically, in in my mind, an admittance of if they if they don't know what it is, how can they possibly think they could protect us from it?
0: Yeah, and if we need protection. Do we yeah. even need protection? I'm sure we do. I mean, with the kind of technology they're talking about with just the things that have been recorded lately with uh, the tic-tac thing and the, mm-hmm. that thing that went from like 60,000 feet to like that one foot from the ocean floor in like less than a 2nd I don't know. It's just crazy. It's it's, I don't know. But
1: so we had, so we decided. I'd been looking for a spot within eight hours of us that had the least amount of light pollution there possibly is. Mm. I found a place, and we're actually wanting to do a project out there. So I'm not going to say exactly where it is yet, uh, especially to the public.
2: Scariest place on earth. We're gonna (laughs) do. uh, uh,
1: We're gonna do a documentary on it. I I hope um it is in colorado and it's in the desert of colorado and south, south southern colorado and i just found it because it was on the map uh the light pollution map as a place where there was zero light pollution oh cool like the closest town is 50 miles maybe not 50 <clears throat> miles but at least 30 miles away it's a small town right and it was free camping Free camping is federal land. It's not a park, but it's federal land and not very many people know about it. Um there was only one I couldn't even I couldn't even find real a lot of information on it other than it was native ancient Native American land and there's actual pictographs in the canyons from ancient Native American land. I love that stuff. So we decided that we were gonna go drive out there and camp for a weekend because it was free and it was what we were wanting to do. I couldn't find a whole lot of research on the place beforehand, so we kinda went in blind, just looking at aerial views and it, we were just kind of we're gonna go camp there and try to find the best place to camp there and the most vantage point and whatnot. So we got out there about an hour before it got dark and we did not finish the night there. <laughs> Whoa, I know. And not? I, that's hard for me to admit because I'm a big outdoorsman. <laughs> it's easy for me to admit.
3: Did um, <laughs> it, it rain or something? No. <laughs> no. Um,
1: honestly, and I feel bad for saying this towards Larry, I would have stayed. I wouldn't have been able to sleep. I would have stayed, but Larry wanted to go, and I was like, "Fuck to- it, I'm not gonna be able to sleep anyways. We might as well go get a hotel." Okay. We lasted till like three in the morning. Um, there were weird lights in the sky. Weird lights on the ground, screaming in the canyon. Drum beats. Drum beats. What? We were listening to some podcasts on a Bluetooth speaker, uh-huh. and there were voices coming across it. We'd go back and play the podcast again. It wasn't there. Whoa. Uh, several times the voices sounded like Larry, and Larry wasn't saying anything. And the big Whoa. thing that at the very end of the night that made it so that I knew I wasn't going to be able to sleep was, uh, so I set up the tent when we got there and i put a lantern on my cot like a, an electric one because so, we were going to go up to the top of the canyon ridge and i wanted so if somebody came in they'd see the tent and they'd be like we're not gonna fuck with it maybe somebody's in there was my idea so that light was still on in that tent at three o'clock in the morning when we were going to bed we were facing away from that tent most of the night and when we stood up turned around and we were going to walk towards the the tent we both stopped because there were two lights on inside (laughs) of the tent it was the only light in the tent so i knew it wasn't one of my other lights that maybe turned on Mm -hmm. it looked the same as the other one it was just like a couple feet away from it in the back of my tent whoa there was no moon that night there how far away were you from the tent um you were seeing? about the length of this room holy shit Uh, not even that there was a picnic table between us and the tent whoa and we both stopped we both saw it it was the same brightness and shade as the other light so but it wasn't the moon there was no electricity out there there was no light so it wasn't any other reflection and then it went out um who knows how long it was on before or what it could have been um but yeah i I didn't at that point i was like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to sleep (laughs) So I was fine with staying up and sleeping during the day because we were going to be out there for the night anyways. But, but yeah. So that's what happened. There was a light inside of my tent that was, no explanation for. Her, on top of hearing all this other shit. Now there were other people out there. Okay. There was another car there when we got there, and they signed into the book, as they were camping in the canyon. We saw no evidence <clears throat> of them the entire time. The screaming. At one point, could have been them for sure, but it sounded like they were screaming for help. But we weren't going about to go off in the desert in the canyon in the middle of the night to look for them, because we didn't know the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was all kinds of talking around, like right around us, and it was a lot of activity. Whoa. It was, and it was all kinds of different activity. Not only did we have the lights in the sky, we we had the activity on the ground. We had the voices. We had the lights on the ground too. We were seeing other lights moving around out there. Um, the drums. I didn't hear the drums. They were. I'm starting to lose my hearing. Oh no. So they were just outside my range. But I did hear the voices and stuff, and the screaming for sure.
0: How far away were these screaming and drums and noises? A lot of it. Oh,
2: it sounded like they were on the other side of the canyon. Yeah. But it, it was like... It's hard like, to... St- I don't know how to explain it. Like, the, the deep Indian drumming is well, what it sounded like. Cool. And sound <laughs> does
1: travel weird, especially through a canyon Yeah, like for that. sure. Uh, I think the canyon, <clears throat> as far as I could tell... We never made it down into the canyon. We were on the edge of the canyon. We were up against the canyon wall, so the sound would it could have been reverberating back towards <laughs> us. But... Um, the canyons a couple miles long. I don't know how deep they were. Uh we didn't see any like campfires or anything, I don't know. And so we left. Just so, left,
0: you went to the nearest hotel. Yeah. I'm right. you and then you we packed got up
1: a, so let's get the hell out of here. And then in Good. the morning we 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 were going to stay there two nights. In the morning we decided that we were trying to decide if we want to go back there. Or if we want to try a different place for a second night because this was kind of a scouting mission anyways um, I found an abandoned state park in northern Colorado that's still federal land that you could go camp at for free and it, it shut down in 2011 so we drive up there it's like four or five hours away Jeez. and um, you guys are some warriors <laughs> yeah so we set up. Th- actually, it it the place we ended up camping was kind of cool, or would have. We didn't cool. last that. We night didn't last that night either. Night either. <laughs> um, there was an old visitor center there, and it, it it wasn't old, but it had been closed since 2011. There was a big deck on the back, so we actually set up our tents underneath the deck, and we went up and sat on the deck to watch the sky for the night. And
2: well, you had a tent, I didn't.
1: Well, that's not my fault. He, I he thought I had a tent, had. but it was a
2: see-through covering that you put over a tent.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, we saw Not a Boy in the Scout, sky, were you, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> We saw some lights in the sky, but generally we didn't have a lot of weird stuff happen until we went to bed.
2: Well, you saw the... I want to say the eastern part of the sky where that, that cluster was. You said that it, it seemed like that part of the sky just disappeared for a while.
1: Yeah, it did seem... so. But the, where there was... Smoke. There was a lot of smoke from the fires out west at that time coming through that region. So the sky, though it was clear, it wasn't as clear as we had hoped. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't as clear as the place we had been to previously. It was still pretty clear. Um, So there was a point where it seemed like part of the sky got really dim. Like, all the stars in that area got really dim, but it could have been that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the big stuff that happened that night... So this visitor center was completely boarded up i checked all of the doors and windows to see if i could get because i wanted to go inside of it
0: <laughs> um
1: but it couldn't to investigate get in hope, and help it was just haunted to check or, it out oh, i like okay. checking out abandoned places yeah. anyways um a little bit of an uh, urban explorer too oh cool okay um so yeah i knew that there was no getting in and out of that and my tent was actually right up against a dock, like a dock door like a like a roll-up door mm-hmm. um Larry goes to sleep in his car and I'll let you tell your part in a minute. So Larry goes to sleep in his car and I'm laying down in my tent and the wind is going like the wind is going crazy and it was the night before too, but the wind is going crazy. So, you know, but I know what that sounds like, but it sounded like somebody was like just destroying his tent. It did, it did all, of, you know, all of a sudden, like 30 minutes after laying down, It just sounded like somebody was demolishing it and it wasn't necessarily the wind in my mind anyways and then i heard someone whisper it's them but kind of in the wind so maybe it could have been the wind but it sounded like a whisper like someone talking and then i started hearing banging and voices inside of the visitor center and i got out of the tent and i went over and knocked on larry's car and he didn't move and then I said his name, and then he got up. And then he told me about what he had experienced sleeping in the car.
2: Okay. So, yeah. I So, s-
0: separately, you guys.
2: I slept in the car because. I and mean, the
0: car was only a few feet away. A few away, feet away.
2: So. My tent wasn't really a tent. It was just a covering that you put over a tent. Right. It, it was see-through. And I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to sleep because I can see everything that's going to attack me. <laughs> type of thing. So, I get in the car roll it roll What's gonna steeper? attack you larry uh, i don't know the what weird shit that you? happened out there
0: <laughs> i mean but what are you are you worried about like animals or anything attacking you is that uh, what your theories are you are you afraid of
2: i was worried about people like coming okay. into the park and screwing with there were
1: something. it's it's listed as a place to camp online mm-hmm. even though it's shut down there were there were probably 150 camping spots that were within 500 yards of us. So there were three or four other people camping. Okay. Away, we couldn't see them from where we were, but, they were, but we But there's knew they people were out, out there. there. Yeah. Okay, and, I yeah. gotcha.
2: So I'm I'm laying there and I have the windows where I can see through. So I throw the blanket over my head because I don't want to see anything again. And I'm holding the gun. My gun. Larry is very scary. <laughs> I'm very
1: skittish. Like he's used to be a lot worse, but he he's jumpy. We'll so I'm that. I'm
2: nervous I'm scared I'm I'm sleeping under a blanket in my car with a gun to my chest.
0: Um, I don't think you're the dude that needs to have a gun if you're <laughs> jumping <and> nervous.
2: <laughs> so five minutes after laying there, I'm trying to go to sleep and I hear someone walking around. So his tent is to my right, the driver or the left of oh, the driver's yeah. door. the The parking lot was to our right. I heard someone walking around, talking, like mumbling, and I thought. you you know maybe it's jason he got up to call his wife tell him you know sure say good night you know i love Love you and all of a sudden i hear someone say yeah it's them whoa and then the car started to shake and i thought because it was really windy that weekend i thought maybe a gust of wind picked up Mm -hmm. so i didn't think anything of it and i i actually fell asleep Mm -hmm. um 30 (laughs) minutes later the worst sensation in the world happened and I heard knocking on my window and I was like, fuck, I'm like, I'm not going to answer this. Like I'll, <laughs> I'll answer if someone says my name. Cause at that point I'm screwed because they know who I am anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hear knocking again and I hear Larry and I'm like, shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I opened up the door and it was Jason. And that's when he explains all the stuff that was happening to him. And he's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, i don't know we just basically heard someone two different instances say the same thing i'm kind of freaked out right now
1: even if it was just somebody out there they know who we are they were expecting us and they acknowledged that exactly. they knew who we were
2: That's so weird. he's like let's pack up we'll <laughs> try to find a hotel Damn. actually we
1: we're gonna drive back but it was again two or three o'clock in the morning and it was a it would have been a six and a half yeah an hour drive, so we uh, stopped on the way back. But so we there was to, something on the back window of his car that was not there. And his car back door is hatch is automatic, so we there's no you pushing your hand no pushing on it, it to close it
2: and so we like We went to go pack up, and I stopped dead in my tracks because that's the back window of my car. That's probably what two and a half feet, three tall. The window,
0: yeah, it's a handprint.
2: Look how big it is.
1: There's no reference, but it's about three inches longer than our hands.
2: And then on the side of the car, there was that. Whoa. So, obviously, it it appeared that there was something or someone out there that was messing with us. We don't know if it was another camper, but I didn't want to take that chance, you know?
0: Who would do that? Would people do that? Do uh, would people I, just go mess with other campers like that?
1: Like you so on our show on the ectoplasm show, I've done several episodes where I just find creepy and weird stories from outdoorsmen and campers and there are several of people just coming out of their tent and there's somebody sitting in their campsite at night or um No thanks. <laughs> they'll have a camera and there's there's been several that I've read Then some of them may be copying the other ones but they came from somewhere where a guy was out taking photos and when he got home there were pictures of him sleeping on the camera Um, (laughs) I recently told one that this guy he had signed in he went camping signed in at the, the trailhead camped the night and on the way back down etched in the snow the new snow was his name halfway down and when he got down to the bottom, somebody had completely scratched out his name.
0: What the hell? So there's,
1: uh, and that's you know a couple of hundreds of stories that I've told on the show over the years because I like that kind of stuff. People like to fuck with people. Well,
0: that's true. That's true. Look at uh, Bob Harranimus.
2: And the weird one of the weird things that happened that night was we had uh, trap cameras set up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When we went to bed, we moved the trap cameras, but we didn't <clears throat> think to face any of them towards where we were sleeping so unfortunately we didn't catch anything but during the night he had one of his trap cameras uh there was a big propane tank down in the the little field next mm-hmm. to the uh, visitor center and mm-hmm. he had it setting there and he mentioned it to me and i i actually noticed it uh the flashing that goes off when it's taking video and pictures it went off like nuts that night oh but really? there was there was nothing on the camera and I don't I don't know how I don't know anything about the mechanics of trap cameras if it can do that without taking a picture. I don't
0: know. I don't, depends on the quality of them. Sometimes yeah. it, something fast could have gone past it, and it just didn't catch it. And it just didn't. Register. Well, no, they, there
1: no, there was no, there were zero photos and or videos. Nothing. On it didn't it. take any pictures. Mm-hmm. So, so. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh. Whoa. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I I I. It could have been a. Mal- it was a thirty dollar camera off off of Amazon. But it's worked for other things. But I don't know about that. It's the voices...
0: Saying the same thing.
1: There's also voices inside the building. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that part's a little
1: I concerning. Little like I said at the very beginning of this story, I feel a little bit like a pansy because we left. But I knew that at that point I wasn't going to be able to sleep because... You're just exposed. You know what it's like. You're an outdoorsman, too. Mm-hmm. You're just exposed out there. Right. Once something weird, you, if you let it, your mind already goes crazy. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
1: and once something weird happens, I just can't sleep at that point. So
2: Well, and it's weird that he was hearing voices and banging inside the building because it wasn't just boarded up with, like, nails. They were actually, like, the, the boards were riveted to the building so it's not like anybody well, and we were
1: sitting there all night with yeah. the high winds Heard so nothing. if it was just like the wind going through the building we would have already experienced it several times or yeah. all night for hours so i don't know so, so. i don't know we're going back so
0: when <laughs> december 11th 12th and 13th. we're going back to oh that's not gonna be a cold time to be camping boys so
1: we're gonna <laughs> be going to the southwest so we're gonna have to watch it's still gonna be cool yeah so <laughs> that area out there it could be either sixty or it could be blizzard, so we have to wait till that week. Because if it's going to be blizzard, the roads will even be closed. Right. So we'll have to we'll have to see. But that's the plan to go back to Southwest Colorado, and then we'll, maybe we'll do the abandoned state park some other time. But
0: and then yeah. you're going to do a documentary type thing. Is that- I
1: want to. I mean, if it's as active, I randomly found this place with all of this activity, and it's actually. Pretty close to the thirty seventh parallel, which is attributed to all kinds of activity. Um, I mean the the whole regions. This desert. I mean, who knows? But yeah, we want to try to see what we find.
0: And that's Native American land. You're saying there's the pictographs and stuff yep. down there. Yeah, I, I mean, you're it's, thinking the noises you heard, the drums, and maybe some.
1: I don't know. So my wife is like three eighth native american or something like that she's just under half maybe a little over a quarter i don't know and i tease her not about being native american just about i don't know i don't know, i can't think of any examples so <laughs> well, like when i when i when we were what? at boot hill and oh.
2: the, you the indians sitting around the campfire
1: yeah it's just like <laughs> i i I will say stuff generally, like that's your people, or <laughs> look you know when I see something in the store, I'll be like it's one of your people, so she thinks that they were trying to get me back for that
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um it's possible, I don't know, I still even though it was crazy, I don't maybe the second night, but the first night, I didn't really feel threatened, but whatever it was, it was. That something happened in my tent, so I knew that I wasn't going to be able to sleep in my tent.
0: <clears throat> yeah, that, that would freak me out. Yeah,
2: I'm not going to lie; I felt threatened that second night. Yeah, like, it was I mean, more
1: like because it it was it, it whatever it was. The voices we heard it seemed to acknowledge us in particular. So,
0: you didn't feel like talking back to them though, like when you hear people in the building, like, "Hey, who's out there?" Um, who's in there at that point. Yeah. Hey, hello. Yeah. I'm camping here. Like, I don't know. Is there any, I have any a gun. <laughs> to be, yeah. Like maybe,
1: but it was also like pitch black and I have a flashlight. Of course I didn't have a gun. Maybe if I had a gun, I, I would have been more like that. But I knew that there was no way that anybody got in there that I could find. Mm hmm. So if they were in there, not that they were a direct threat to me, but they probably weren't somebody I'd want to just deal with. I probably would. I definitely wouldn't want to go to sleep knowing that there was some unknown person in there. Or well, that's why I'd us. be like, "Yo, what's up? Who's yeah. out
0: there? I'm sleeping here. What are you doing?" <laughs> but here?
1: even then, like, what if I did that and it was just some Joe Schmo living in the building? I don't. I'm sorry. I don't man, know if I had no
0: idea you were here. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's you know? true, but I still don't. And then you're calmed down, like, oh, all right, it's just a dude. It's I, just don't, a... I
1: don't I don't, know if I'd calm down. Not, not that I'd be that worried about it. Well, then you could it, leave, but it'd be like, all hard, right, yeah. it's,
0: it wasn't supernatural. It was yeah, just fucking some yeah, that's hermit sure. that's living off the land or yeah. something, you know.
1: I don't know if I'd still be able to fall asleep.
0: Well, no, I, then you would leave, but at yeah. least you know what it is. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But
1: it had stopped. <clears throat> By the time I got up and got to Larry, it stopped. So either it realized, or they realized that we heard them, or, or it just stopped. So well,
2: And we spent what a good 30 minutes tearing everything down, packing up, and we didn't yep. experience anything mm-hmm. that, during that entire time.
0: They got their message across. They saw I that guess. they scared you the out so. of there. Like, All right, know. our work's done here, boyos. Yeah, <laughs> we one, got these pussies to leave. <laughs> I got one another one. <laughs> the, <laughs> my one fear the
2: whole time I was laying down before I fell asleep was it, if it was someone out there that they knew where the button was in the <clears throat> trunk of my car and I would hear it open up and they would crawl in the car with me. But luckily that didn't happen because I probably would have crapped my pants.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like I said at the very well, beginning the of this gun, episode, man. I kind of feel invigorated by all this stuff. I mean, I'm starting a whole new paranormal thing that I'm going to like put all of my paranormal stuff under. Okay. A new website that I'm gonna launch soon, and um, actually, it's already out there, but I haven't done anything with it really yet. I've only had it for a few days, okay. but um, but yeah, so I, I have all these plans now.
0: Okay, cool. For
1: different stuff, Fun.
0: coming up. Um, yeah, you were telling me that the paranormal conference—you're done with that.
1: I, in my mind, am done with that.
0: Retiring from
1: that game. It could. It could still like I could it, it could be six months from now and I'm like um, change your mind honestly every year I do tell myself that I'm not gonna do it again afterwards I'm like I'm you know that was because it's grueling it's grueling to do and it's hard work and I always feel so exhausted afterwards and that just tells me that I did I did a good job mm-hmm. on it um but then I always tell myself well oh sorry I'm not I'm I'm done but then you know, a few months passed. <laughs> but this time was we're different. Once the hangover wears off, you're like, yeah. all right, I'm going to do it again. This time was different. I went into the planning phase at the very beginning saying that this was going to be my last year. Okay. And then just having to cancel it kind of added another nail to that coffin in my mind. I've already deleted all the social media accounts, all the websites, the emails. It's all wiped for me. So if I were to do it again, I'd have to restart all of that, which That's I could a, definitely do. Right. But in my mind, I'm done, and you know, a lot of my good friends are telling me they're gonna miss it, and that I should definitely do it. And they they want to help me out with all this stuff, but I kind of want to focus on other things. Okay, it would have been the ninth year this year. It would have been the biggest year, and that's why I was pushing so big for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of. I don't know if I want to do it again. I don't think I do.
0: And there was no thought of you like passing it on to someone else? So like, I do. Someone well, like...
1: so I do have a partner in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not really part of the organization of it, he's more day of. So the second, the third year of the conference. If
0: you guys knock yourself out on this whiskey, you guys, yeah. I do if you're conserving yourselves or what. No,
1: why. I'm taking my time because I, I figured I don't you drink were, whiskey. but. Um, so the second, the third out. year of the conference. I didn't do it that year either. I was done at that point. And then the 4th year, so he kept it going, changed the name of it cuz it had a different name before. And then the 4th year I wasn't a part of it either, but I went to it and they all told me to come back. So since then I've been doing all the organizing of it. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it. He doesn't actually know that I don't plan on doing it again <laughs> next year.
0: I hope he doesn't listen to this episode.
1: Uh probably won't. <laughs> no, I'm just but I mean, I, I don't really care if he does. Um,
0: uh, it my brother and my sister to listen him. to set, this at yeah. this, and that's about it. I got it, two family members it, yeah. that listen to the show. That's about it. So he won't hear it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, he uh, if he wants to keep doing it, that's fine. He, he technically owns the name of the conference because he changed it the year that I was gone and got it know, copyright or whatever it is. Right. Um, more, you know. If, uh, hopefully, he can succeed at it. He's honestly not the organization type. <laughs> That's why I took all that on. Um, but you know, I haven't talked to him about it because I haven't seen him since then. So, damn, I don't know. Maybe somebody that that I you know a, a mutual friend has told him in their group. Their you know their team is called Tenth Dimension Paranormal. They're pretty big in the area. It's a and cool name. Um, they've they're, they're the ones that they've been actively not under that name, but they've him in particular has been actively doing this since the '60s. Okay, um, cool.
0: Well, old school.
1: He actually was a speaker at my first conference, and then the second year, he's like, "Let me help you out with this." So, um,
0: and so you yeah. were, you were bringing up the fact of maybe doing a documentary, yeah, and then now focusing more on going to this new venture are there thoughts of doing more like maybe content creation at all? Or is this just experience only? Like you just want to do this to experience yeah, it? Yeah, it's going to or... be content creation too. Okay. I have
1: plans for YouTube series, Dope. several different YouTube series, nice. um, including an investigation type YouTube series. Um, we have just talked about – because so my new venture is Strange Paranormal. I was so surprised that the domain wasn't taken – so, yeah right yeah and all the social media <laughs> accounts were free too is like nice. meant to be. So uh, the thing that I'm starting now is strange paranormal. It's gonna cover you know anything in my it's some people limit the term paranormal to just ghosts, but in my mind paranormal covers all weird things. So that's kind of what this website's gonna be. We're gonna start strange paranormal podcast Larry and I. Oh cool um, yeah so and that launch is gonna happen in january uh nice. right now the website is up and if people want an investigation they can go and put in you know if any of your listeners want us to come out and check out a place or if they have you know their house is haunted you can go fill out the form on our website and we'll contact you mm-hmm. talk to you about it
0: oh cool like um, bring equipment and, and, and let yeah. you know if hey yeah. we think it is or isn't
1: it's been a long time since i've done residential cases they actually are a lot more work um because you build a relationship with a family, it's different than going to a business. It can be, a business can be close to the same. But yeah, anybody that is interested in having an investigation or if they just want to talk to us, you go to that website and check it out. But Strange Paranormal. Strange Paranormal. Yeah. Um, Larry and I right now are working on a photo book, but I have plans for a couple different books. That are going to be under this moniker, too. I just have all kinds of things that I'm planning for 2021. So that's why I'm thinking that I might not have the time for the conference. Right. Because I was already kind of done with it anyways. So.
0: And you guys got most of the equipment you need for everything, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. I love YouTube videos. I love YouTube creators or whatever, like that kind of creation. I'm not necessarily Mm -hmm. saying you're definitely doing YouTube or whatever, but that kind of. Content creation. I'm really into that stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't watch a ton of the ghost hunting stuff, but I need to definitely. I mean, the political season's almost over. I watch a lot. Not a lot, but I try to pay attention to the political stuff. And once this election's over, I'm done with it. I'm not going back to... It's just politics is a nightmare. That was kind of the last
1: election for me. Yeah. I used to... So how I got into podcasting and listening to podcasts... I had a job way back in the day delivering parts for Napa, and you're in the car all day. Mm-hmm. So say radio stations play the same shit over and over again. So I switched commercial over to Commercial After commercial, yeah. mm-hmm. I switched over to talk radio. Mm-hmm. Listen to talk radio a lot, and uh, very political, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to pay a lot of attention to politics back in the day, but I've I've never really trusted any politicians. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. so the why last, should you and that's the thing that drives me nuts is these people yeah, that trust them
1: the last election either it doesn't matter what side you're on mm-hmm. it's just it's a, it's all a shit show and it, i've come to the realization that it's always been a shit show <laughs> yeah um <laughs> yeah so i don't really pay throughout attention. human so, history yeah. anytime we get so,
0: more than like 150 you a, people yeah.
1: you can't get away from it it's everywhere i mean every app on your phone now tells you to vote probably tells you who to vote for if you click on that stuff Mm -hmm. so
2: i'm getting text messages now are you guys getting those no it's so weird like i'm registered republican but i'm getting text messages to vote for democrats it's like Hmm. it doesn't make any sense to me
1: how'd they get your number of course they have your number
0: The shadow people got it yeah they went into your phone
1: so we'll have to get you out uh, looking for ufos sometimes. yeah um, it's even it's a good time no matter what no i mean anytime
0: so. you're just out somewhere oh, yeah. i mean it's one of my favorite things about hunting is just an excuse to get away from the city mm-hmm. and get where there's very little light pollution and just i just got this uh like i said i got i saw mars yesterday and then i have an app like an augmented reality app mm-hmm. stargazing app mm-hmm. and you just point it anywhere in the sky and it shows you All the constellations, it shows you all the planets, it's Mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah, um, but yeah, I love getting out places like that when you're in the Milky Way and you're just, yeah, it's, I mean, your neck hurts, yeah, because you're just looking up. Like, I need to bring, Uh,
1: yeah, I need to get one of those chairs. Uh, We were talking about that, that Mm -hmm. kind of lay back.
0: That's what you need to do. I was going to ask you about that. If you guys, what you guys are doing when you're observing, like, are you in a chair, just standing up, like. Looking up, we're, we're there. just sitting
1: down. Usually <laughs> in a chair at the moment. You need you um, get like a recliner? You yeah, need to get
0: some kind of reclining thing.
1: We have. Uh, we just
0: use binoculars in our eyes. And binoculars, not a uh, telescope or anything, huh? <laughs> uh, we binoculars are so fast, quick. You can quick well, react.
1: Yeah, I want to get a telescope, but I don't want to get a cheap telescope. Mm-hmm. Not that I want to get a you know super expensive telescope. I just don't want to get a you know just a couple like a hundred a shitty one one's like not yeah. gonna
0: be you're gonna be more frustrated it's not gonna be clear mm-hmm. you're gonna be, yeah. And oh, things, to
2: be horrible. yeah yeah
0: things like that definitely glassware type stuff like binoculars and mm-hmm. stuff you really get what you pay for when you start yeah. doing that like a good pair of binoculars is like i used to have a nice pair and they were fine mm-hmm. and then i got a really nice pair yeah. and i was like holy shit yeah. it makes a difference what was i looking through for yeah. so many years <laughs> like you look at nice nice quality stuff
1: well a telescope is something we want to bring with us but it's it's a telescope is a very focused area whereas right. most of the time we want to have the full view mm-hmm. of everything one thing we have or he bought one and we're getting we're going to get a couple others if you get a high-end laser pointer, that's a lot easier than just saying look over there.
3: <laughs>
0: so,
1: that's something we've been A
0: high-end laser pointer, like it'll you'll you can see it in the you sky. You can see like, the
1: beam, yeah.
2: Okay. All um, the way up into the sky.
0: Uh, oh cool.
1: You just have to make sure you don't point it at a plane or your the <laughs> FAA is going to be looking for you. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> what else what other equipment have we been bringing? The
2: trap cameras just to set around us. Yeah. Um, it's
0: when you guys are doing the UFO thing, are you also kind of on the side like like whatever yeah, like the shadow like putting up trap cameras yeah, hey, just in case oh, yeah. something yeah. Absolutely. I mean that's especially yeah. what
1: we I already had an I a thought It's to like you're look hunting and fishing stuff. at the same yeah. time. Before we went out to Colorado? Like before we were just before Colorado we were just kind of looking at the sky. We weren't really paying attention or had any thought about what might be around us on the ground until we were going out to Colorado. So
2: It'd be nice to find a video recorder that we can like record the sky yeah, and actually but, see the stars and constellations, but I don't know if anything like that exists that we can afford. Yeah. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say you gotta <laughs> spend some money
1: on something like that. Maybe if we if uh Strange Paranormal kicks
0: off.
2: Yeah. That's what I we want for Christmas. Sponsors.
0: Well, you know, you could do uh the Patreon or something like that. You yeah, know? no, I, for sure. I mean, um, so what I've been meaning to do that. I'm just I i'm like your friend i'm unorganized i got ideas and things and i have been wanting to try to start a patreon and i don't know just i've got it kind of set up but i just need to get like a few things to give people for the different mm-hmm. levels and shit but
1: yeah we had uh we had patreon for years and never paid attention to it had maybe one or two people pop in on it every now and then some you know there's a couple people that have been around for years on it um but I started focusing on it about two months ago and you know, it's nothing big, but I've gotten 20 patrons now and it keeps growing. So, and that's because you, when you start paying attention to it, you mention it in the show at the top of the show, you start your ectoplasm. Yeah. You start showing that you're actually giving stuff to the people. Um, we, we create exclusive content for Mm -hmm. the patrons. Um, they you know people are looking to join that kind of stuff so i'm sure you can find some if you if you put some work into it
0: i need to do it i've put in very minimal work i need to just do the fuck i need to do it i need to do it so
1: i have yeah. no discipline larry <laughs> I, don't I don't either
0: know. i'm just an undisciplined like i need i don't know i need i need someone to crack a whip on me you know what i mean just get shit done
1: so I was going to suggest last time on the show I told several stories about myself, but I, I, Larry hasn't been on before. And I feel like I've been doing a lot of the talking. I think Larry needs to tell a couple of his scary stories from the past.
0: <laughs> Larry, yeah, let's go. Why are you so afraid of everything? What's uh, did you like get like watch Freddy Krueger and Jason at a very young age, and it just like creeped in you and like
2: no. Uh... I, I did watch arachnophobia when I was a little kid, and I thank my sister for that. And <laughs> I'm still scared to death of spiders. Oh, yeah? Oh, God, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. If, what, I mean, what kind of scary thing do you want to hear about?
1: Well, I don't know. So I'll, I'll give a little preface to Larry's level of scared. He joined the group, my group at the time, at mid at Paranormal via Craigslist. And we were about a year old. Um... And I like to stick people by themselves, even on their first investigation, because it kind of adds to the environment. And I think that stress and, and fear can actually add to the activity. So I like to do that. I did that to Larry the first several times. and. <laughs> For a long time there, he wouldn't turn off his flashlight. <laughs> no, we had to make sure camera was on him. We were doing this anyways. We had to make sure camera was on him, and he knew that somebody was watching him. Um, but just tell him about your your scariest paranormal experience on an investigation.
2: Um. Hmm. All right. I guess I've got two, if that helps at all. <coughs> Excuse me.
0: Uh, How long have you been doing the investigating thing? When did you join up? Uh, was it How
2: 2012?
0: You been... Oh, I, shit. Uh, no, You've been in the game for Okay. So I started the group in 2008.
2: So it was like 2010. I
1: think it was 2010, 2011 is when th- you and Rick and Nathan and everybody okay. in the group was going really strong. So it Dang. was around 2010, so about 10 years ago. Wow. Wow.
2: Um, one of the scariest things that ever happened to me was I grew up in a small town in western Kansas called Ellenwood. and
0: That sounds haunted. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> for, for
2: many reasons, but... Uh, western not, Kansas? Not so small town in western <laughs> Kansas? <laughs> the The entire central part of town, the main street, used to have uh, coal chutes and tunnels underneath okay. the stores and the rooms and stuff under the stores. Whoa. And when... uh. When natural gas came around in the late 1800s they decided to move all the businesses that people didn't want to see above ground below ground so you got like your your distilleries your barber shops your brothels your your bathhouses, all that kind of stuff um well in the 1980s they decided that they were going to fill all these tunnels and, and crevices and rooms in with cement and they found a lot of these businesses still perfectly intact with all the original items from the 1800s oh whoa so we investigated there uh rick nathan and i um oh gosh about four or five years ago and i was sitting on a bench with my back against a stone wall in the bathhouse and it felt like someone grabbed and reached their arms around me and tried to yank me back through the wall. Whoa. Um kind of, kinda of freaked me out a little bit. Uh they caught me on camera crying. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It freaked you out good. Yeah, Holy it freaked me shit. out good.
0: Um the second one What'd you do? Did you scream? Ah like what do you do? Freak like, uh, No, I would
2: I just basically went
0: <laughs> You got paralyzed. I, I, I
2: don't feel good and I started crying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that footage.
2: It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> the second time was actually down in Coffeyville is that where Brown Mansion is? Yes uh, Coffeyville Kansas the Brown Mansion um, the entire upstairs floor was an open gymnasium. It's a very cool building actually.
1: cool building. Whoa that sounds
0: really cool.
2: Yeah because back in the day their, their son I believe their youngest son had type 1 diabetes and he couldn't go to school so that was where he went to exercise and it was also a ballroom dance room
0: I mean, why couldn't he go to school with diabetes?
2: Well, back in the eighteen hundreds, they didn't really have huh. programs to okay. help kids like that and type of stuff because he he would have to constantly be checked for insulin. And, oh, okay, jeez. Um, type one's the one where your body doesn't produce insulin. So you oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. We got it so easy this day and age. I know it's so bad. Uh, well, it's it's hard to explain, but like most rooms, the door opens into the room. This, you open up a doorway and you walk up a set of stairs up into the room. If that makes any sense whatsoever. So you're walking up into the room as opposed to walking into the room. I gotcha. Um, We had finished investigating and Nathan decided uh, that he was going to go upstairs by himself without a flashlight and grabbed the stationary camera that we had up there. He said that when he entered the room he saw an, like an eight to nine foot shadow figure on the other side of the room and it charged at him, hit him in the chest and it knocked him about three or four feet back against a wall and he came downstairs, had a huge red fist print on his chest and a couple of his ribs were popped out of place. You could see him poking through a little bit. Wow. Um. So we went up there. There was no one up there. The So we packed everything up the second we walked out the door of the house, we heard, like, a popping and turned around and he was, like, bent over and, like, red face, like, sweat pouring down. And uh, those ribs had popped themselves back into place the second he left the room. Whoa. Um, so I don't know how to even explain what happened because I it didn't happen to me. But it's pretty terrifying, to say the least. Um, another scary experience happened with this turd. <laughs> uh, the old Miriam School was like my second or third investigation yeah, or something probably. like that. <laughs> I was so skittish. They were all doing sessions where they were sitting on camera by themselves and... and doing like an isolation session. Well, they set me back there and I was so terrified, even though they were only like 15 feet away in another room. (laughs) I sat there with my flashlight on watching the, the, the clock on my, the watch I had on my hand Uh the entire time. And they kept yelling at me, telling me to turn off the goddamn flashlight. Um, I couldn't, I physically could not turn it off. I was so scared. Uh, but I think that was just
1: you're better you're, you're better in comparison now for sure I'm still it's pretty been bad. 10 years yeah. I hope mm-hmm. you've
0: grown a little bit
2: it's still pretty bad <laughs> yeah I it's just I just dopey. always have this feeling that there's something watching me I don't know if it's just mm-hmm. psychological or
0: I think they call it schizophrenia <laughs> <Yeah>. it's possible
2: <laughs> I do hear voices a lot
0: <clears throat> yeah
1: well I do too though but i don't they don't emanate from my head at least as far as i know
2: no yeah no i usually hear stuff that's (laughs) um but he was saying how activities picked up in his life lately Mm -hmm. um the past six months or so i would say we've seen a lot more of what's considered uh blinking lights on buildings on street posts and stuff uh as we're going to and from investigations or even just driving around and i don't really know what to contribute that to
1: that to me in my mind it's part of something that i've experienced since i was a teenager and i don't know it could just be coincidence it's like if you buy a certain type of car you start seeing that car everywhere so it could be that we're looking for it now but um I'm an 1111 experiencer. Have you ever heard
0: of a, the 1111 thing? Uh I know people that make a wish on 1111 and get yeah. get excited when they look at their phone randomly and it happens to be 1111. I know that's about the extent of what I know of.
1: That's kind of the I still don't know what to think about this and I've been experiencing it since I was a teenager. That's kind of like the the entry level kind of thing what you just described. Um, I've had crazy experiences with the number 1111 over the years. And I also have, I I put them together because they kind of started at the same time, but I have what's also called streetlight phenomenon where they go out when I go underneath them. So, oh, I kind of... I've witnessed it. And, and that, that doesn't happen all the time. It's not like I'm... Right, right. It's never when I'm thinking about it, but it's noticeable. It's happened enough in my life, especially around other things, that it's noticeable. I had once when I was eight, like 17, 18, I don't know. I was driving home from work. I was still in high school. Um, and as I drove down this road, as I hit, every light, a street light above me went out. What the uh, hell? But at that time, I was having at least weekly a street light go out when i go under it it was enough that i noticed it Sheesh. and at that time i was having all the 1111 stuff going on but i had just attributed it to it's just an internal clock thing mm-hmm. for the most part mm-hmm. i had never looked into it until years later but the i noticed a couple years ago that i would start seeing blinking lights on buildings and you know that does happen, or inside a building, or just randomly popping up around. But Larry started noticing it around me before I really talked to him about it. Oh,
2: and I don't ever notice them when I'm by myself,
1: and oh, I look—I
2: wow. look for them now that.
1: And it could be that we're just looking for them now, and it could just be that we always just kind of notice them and they're normal. Sure. But I kind of attribute it to the other aspects that I have in my life because the eleven eleven thing is starting. It comes in. It comes in waves. There'll be years where I don't think about it at all, or even have any, you know, coincidence kind of things happen with it. But then there'll be years where it's super active, and stuff like the lights start happening again. And most of the big things that I've had happen with that number were all from a long time ago. Now it's just kind of mundane stuff that seemed connected and tied to the activity going on in my life. When I first realized that it happened to other people, it was a very crazy night for me. I was 22, and my wife at the time, my ex wife, she was at work overnight. She worked overnight at a place, and my daughter was one or two years old it was asleep in her bed and actually it was right after 2000 it was probably 2000 Well, she was born in 2003 so it was 2004 it was I think it was when we invaded Iraq maybe that was before I do remember that the reason that I looked up 1111 because I was sitting on my computer I was reading about how the first person to die in the iraq war had the same last name as me which i thought was really weird because my last name there's nobody out there with jason kupsick out there in the world so i thought it was really odd i know there's other kupsicks out there in the world but i thought it was really weird that this person had the same last name as me Mm -hmm. but at the bottom of that page was the number 1111 i don't know why it was down there i have no idea it was just a random number at the bottom of the page so i decided i'm going to google 1111 And I found that there were hundreds of articles uh, or blog posts, people talking about it on websites out there. And I read all this stuff and I was kind of feeling weird about it. Like I was like shocked in a way. I didn't necessarily, and I still don't necessarily believe what the people were saying. There's so many people that that think it's some kind of angel activation number, just weird crazy stuff. And I don't know what to think of all of it. But that night in particular ended up being really weird because I had been reading that for like two hours, and my mind was just like, I don't know what to think about this. It was just kind of in shock. So I went outside, smoked at the time. I went outside, sat out there, had a cigarette, and I noticed the number 11 in the sky. It was just kind of in the stars. It was weird. It was just kind of in the stars. And I looked down at my cigarette, and in the cherry is the number 11. Wow. And I roll it over, and there's a smiley face on the other side in the chair. <laughs> and I, had, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I sat out there for a little while longer, and I went to bed. And for a good 20, 30 minutes in the corner of the room was a glowing ball of light about the size of a basketball. That's a pretty significant size. It was that night, all that stuff aligned I I don't know what to think of it. I, I the glowing ball of light. I've seen that color in things before, and I've seen that kind of light before. But it was sitting there as I was laying there for a good half an hour. I didn't like at that time. I wasn't investigating this. As, I I didn't get up take a picture of it. I mean, I did. You know, phones didn't have a camera. Yeah. Then. Oh, they did, but I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a and i was in shock anyways yeah so th- that kind of stuff for me comes and goes i've I haven't had that crazy of a coincidence uh, lineup b- uh, since then but it definitely that kind of stuff comes and goes
0: all these paranormal stories ufo stories when you hear other people talk about them do you believe them usually it's hard yeah, isn't it hard for like it's hard you know for, probably people find it's, it's yeah. hard to probably believe you guys like how do you deal like I don't know it's it's just
2: it's one of those things that I don't really care whether or not people believe me because I know it happened mm-hmm. type of thing and
1: it's kind of like a inside joke or a location yeah. joke in in a way also I also attribute it to me personally. If Larry were to tell me a story, I trust Larry. Larry's a friend of mine. He wouldn't lie to me. I believe it. Mm-hmm. You tell me a story. I don't have any reason not to believe you, but I I don't I don't I wouldn't not believe you, but I wasn't there. I didn't experience right, it. I right. don't know. Yeah. Um and I I I would think that it's the same way when I tell someone a story, which is fine. I'm not worried about it.
0: It's just they're so crazy like Mm. it just seems like they're so real to you yeah like why wouldn't we believe them but it's like i've never experienced anything like any of this but maybe it's just like a thing that you know we're all all given gifts if you will and all have our own knacks and and, and specialties in life and maybe this is just something that some people for whatever reason in this human experience have these things whatever interact with you or Show themselves to you, or, or whatever.
2: I just look at it as either the right place, the right time, or the wrong place, the wrong time.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, it not necessarily dealing with someone being predestined or or have gifts or anything like that. But I mean, when you look at like old mafia hits, and they go into a bar, and you know they're after one person, but they got to kill everybody in the bar. You know, you were in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> type of thing <clears throat> it could have happened to anybody
1: yeah i'm also very aware that it could be in my head uh, oh, yeah. and i'm fine with yeah. that if okay. if that's the case um it's still a real experience right even if it's a real experience to me right even if it's two people seeing something it's still a good po- there's still a possibility i wouldn't say a good possibility but there's still definitely a possibility. That the same thing is going on in both of your heads, there could be an environmental effect, environmental factor that's affecting both of you that mm-hmm. makes you see something that you both see. But I, I to me, it holds a little more weight. But, but yeah, I I fully accept that it could one hundred percent be in my head, and I'm I'm fine with it because what can I do about it? At least I'm not enjoy it. <laughs> well, and at least I'm not. Yeah, I, I think it's healthy to look at it that way, personally, mm-hmm. because if I were to really start thinking about it, you could land up in, you know, a nut house or something.
0: Yeah, for sure. People might think mm. you're really crazy if you got yeah. real super in, invested in it and just like, yeah. I mean, back in the day, you know, they were yeah. drowning witches.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> well, there's and not believing me is probably the least thing that i'm worried about um that doesn't offend me you you could do a lot worse to me yeah so anybody that lasts in this field that has to have thick skin
0: yeah you probably have a lot of people yeah Oh, yeah. Probably at least behind your back, going, oh, that dude's fucking crazy." Well, because it's also <laughs> so,
1: it's more acceptable for sure. Yeah, I, I would think so because oh, even like in spiritualism and stuff back in the 1800s, it was acceptable. Like people, <clears throat> but there's still a, and, I, and I've tried over the years. I've tried to to figure out why it's this way people love hearing about paranormal stories people like talking about it but there's still like a a joke factor like uh, and i experienced a lot when i first started in the paranormal field not so much these days um but people turn it into a joke like uh places people that i would work with at the time they would right. joke about it which is fine i you know it was all humorous to me and them mm-hmm. they weren't seriously trying to make fun of me but i think it's i think that people that are that do that turn it into a humor i think there's a fear factor to it they don't they either truly think it's all crazy and that you're crazy or they're a little bit afraid of it so they kind of joke it off i don't know i don't know but
0: it's crazy i mean it's, it's crazy. I mean, just living is crazy. The you know, just yeah. Anything's possible. They're coming up with new theories and new just, I mean, I just heard a thing the other day that they're thinking there's life inside of stars.
1: I don't see why there couldn't be. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's just a different kind of life than we're normally used to thinking about or looking at, but there's the way he was I don't know, broke it all down, just a lot of energy inside of a star spinning around and things sometimes would get spin and uh dna sequence type things at the same time things get spun and connect together and they create a a thing that they call life and some stars will emit they can kind of be emit more light when they want to and and flash when they want to because Mm -hmm. they are alive it's just it's a theory but it just came out a recent theory that just came out
1: we are definitely weighed down by our human perspective yeah we look at everything as it has to be like us yeah, Or if we haven't experienced it, we don't even think about it as a possibility. I know that, you know, science doesn't 100% do that as corrupt as a lot of science is. Right. But um, we can't, you know, I, I think we talked a little bit last time about what the alien's motivation could be if they're here. Mm-hmm we can't possibly know that we can't have right. we don't have their perspective mm-hmm. their motivations could be something that have we couldn't even understand with our minds mm-hmm. so
2: well i mean our our whole perception yeah. is faulted to begin with because we judge things on based on principles that we've come up with that we think we understand i mean yeah it's Larry's a
1: scientist actually too by the mm-hmm. way Biologists. yeah i
2: mean our our whole existence is judged on rules that we've made and
0: or observed or, or observed or studied, i mean yeah. who knows if we're right i mean yeah for something i, I think another big thing uh and you just through through the human evolution or not even just human evolution i mean we we evolved to a rabbit i mean as far as uh just the thought process of different civilizations and different cultures how a lot how we have lost a lot of that I mean when you look at some of the old old writings and you look at some of the temples and things like that and now you look at we have a very uh puritanical view on things and you know we' just kind of i think distorts a lot of our um, maybe not distorts but maybe kind of hinders our thinking mm-hmm, a lot right sure. now because we just you know a lot of just too much puritanical th- puritanical thinking and we're just too much of that spirituality with with God and religion. But maybe there is, you know, we need to be more open to kind of thinking the, the other dimensions or other planets or to, who knows, come up with whatever, simulation theory. I mean, just mm-hmm. uh, theories go on and on. It's just, whew, what what the hell are we?
1: Well, society, and not, well, not necessarily society as well, but the view of ancient cultures, we see them as primitive. But I don't think that's right. I I don't think that's right at all. Just because they may not have the technology we have doesn't mean that their brains are primitive. Right. I would say that they were definitely... Well, obviously, they were definitely more spiritually open. And that doesn't mean that they were spiritually open because they were, quote-unquote, primitive. Maybe they... They, we we definitely see the world in a more materialistic way. Well,
0: they had less uh, distractions, like yeah, or, or at least different distractions. They weren't being pulled to be capitalistic and to create the next big thing or to buy the next new shiny mm-hmm. thing. When we think about these ancient civilizations, you want to talk about light pollution. Yeah. yeah. There was no light pollution no. back there. I mean, every night these people went to bed, they're flying through outer space. Yeah. And then the first thing that wakes them up is their 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 sun that's mm-hmm. giving them life and mm-hmm. sustaining them. So they have a whole different theory and way to think about just life and, and they focus more of their time on the stars and Yeah. And well, and any time
1: anybody comes up with a writing from an ancient culture, it's always torn down as they don't know what they were seeing or they don't know what they were experiencing and they can only put it down in this words the dragons in the sky Weren't really dragons in the sky. They just didn't know what they were looking at,
3: mm-hmm.
1: or when they talk about crafts in the sky, or that they were, you know, they met these creatures. They didn't. They were stupid. They were primitive. Right. They don't know what yeah. they're talking about.
3: Yeah.
2: Was it you that t- I can't remember the name of the theory, but that told me that how we're living right now has occurred hundreds of times throughout history. And the cycles, the cycles, and then it just keeps
1: it oh, yeah. repeating itself. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely. Civilization as a whole and societies, um, empires, mm-hmm. they always they, and I don't have the details off the top of my head, mm-hmm. but they, we are in a pattern for sure, mm-hmm. and we are in the end pattern, we for are sure, yeah. And there's nothing, according to this guy I read, that we can do about it because it's part mm. of the pattern, no matter what the society has done in the past that was the big society at the time whatever it was romans greeks at w- going back into ancient history it, um egyptians they've never been able to stop it no matter what they did mm-hmm. it always collapses there's always a restart
0: it's funny so, it's it's yeah i, I was just talking about that and it's math it's all uh, yeah. in
1: him it's all math and it's all cycles and he has it down and there's well yeah there's different things can you can track
0: it. like when mm-hmm. you see certain things in society That have happened. A lot of it is like um, what you see being pushed right now is a lot of uh, transsexual rights Mm -hmm. and gay rights. Cultural things for sure. Yeah, it's a a huge big Mm -hmm. marker is a lot of that stuff. And when that starts stuff going, it seems like that seems to be the marker of the end of the empire. Like all those other empires, that's when that stuff started getting big. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's because you have no other problems. You got nothing else to focus on. You've gotten so easy within life. Like, what do we need to focus? Oh, we need to make sure these people have more rights and they're able to do more of this and that. They've been repetitive. Yeah. Well, we
1: only have our perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Most people aren't historians and they don't look at that kind of stuff or they don't read that kind of stuff. Even historians don't really focus on that kind of stuff. To think that, I'm not surprised, but to think that, identity politics is a new thing in human history it absolutely is not right um and i i think of identity politics as just a means to control because Mm -hmm. if you're worried more about who you are and the other person is a threat to you you're under control Mm
0: -hmm. um that but and yeah, also so. it boils down to how tribalistic we are as yeah. people, and it's just like I gotta pick, I gotta pick the right side, no matter what. I mean, isn't that what
2: happened to the Romans and the Roman Empire? It, the, the, it happened to every yeah. civilization. Uh, yeah, like
1: yeah. Before the Romans, it was the Persians, and then mm-hmm. I mean, I i don't know much back reading, there but this this yeah. this guy i was reading had laid it all out And they
0: got the different dynasties like you know the, the chinese dynasties and, and, mm-hmm.
2: and didn't this have something to do with those those stones that you were telling me about and the river coming they above a, a show or? i had
1: listened to lined it up with that but not the guy that wrote not that, the guy book. that, wrote that? Okay. but um there you'll have you'll have to forgive me on this this is just <laughs> randomly popped up um there are these stones in a river in asia that are only exposed you know every few centuries or millennia and when they are exposed is a cataclysmic time for the, the world they can go back to there's markings on the stones of when they were exposed when the water recedes and they come out and they're they're exposed right now and they have been since the end of last year
0: oh shit really, <laughs> really? Um,
1: i i i would have to refresh <clears throat> myself to oh, that'd be fun that'd be a fun it, but i did i did was it came up early on in the coronavirus talks because it's also associated with viruses or plagues
0: okay yeah. well we were due for a plague yeah. oh, absolutely. oh absolutely it happens every whatever hundred and something years there's a lot of things we're due for. I think oh, yeah. the thing that's really scary that we're due for is that caldera could explode at any time. we uh, like Yellowstone, right?
1: Fifty or sixty thousand years
0: overdue. overdue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or at least in the window. Maybe not yeah. overdue, but there's like a window. Yeah, we're in that window mm-hmm.
1: for sure. We're we're near the end of that window.
0: No, I think we've still got a long time in that window. I think if- I think there's still like I don't know thousands of years in that window. M- maybe. But we're in the window. Yeah. And the other thing, we got shit flying at us all the time. Yeah, that's one thing there's that I always... constantly, we got meteors flying. I know, people don't ever think about that. That's the thing, we're gonna... Earth will get hit by another rock. Yeah. I
2: mean, we got venomous caterpillars, furry <laughs> caterpillars in Virginia now. Oh, there's two
0: uh, toupee caterpillars. I actually wrote a blog,
1: I remember, in high school <clears throat> that the premise of it is... We are always going to have problems on this earth and we're always going to fight each other, but we're not going to have those problems if we're all dead when something crashes into the earth. (laughs) So we should be focusing on that Mm -hmm. rather than just fighting each other. Everybody's argument against that on the blog post was um, we need to fix us first which I don't think is ever going to happen. You
2: can't Never. fix us if there is no us.
0: Well, the funny thing is the thing that's going to fix us is that meteor. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's going to wipe everyone out and give it us back to you know there was a time where earth was down to like 10,000 people at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was
1: uh, Krakatoa, wasn't it? It was a caldera in the the um in Pan-Asia. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Krakatoa.
0: Sounds familiar. It, w- it was a super
1: volcano mm-hmm. yeah boom it was
0: like ten thousand people on earth mm-hmm. yeah start over
1: yeah. all right guys well and that's why like the georgia guidestones say we need to get down to 50 million people <laughs> and um why everybody thinks the illuminati wants to kill all of us
0: yeah i know so little about the illuminati and the bilderbergs and all that stuff that's i don't I haven't gotten too versed into those kind of conspiracies
1: i was a kind of conspiracy internet warrior not really warrior but yeah. i was really a big enthusiast i still love conspiracies i, still I love, love reading em. about them i love them i was really into them in the late 90s and just i so there are two different kinds of conspiracy theorists out there There are the enthusiasts that are interested in them and then there are the crazies that believe all of them mm-hmm. um yeah so i've looked into a lot of those groups back then Alex Jones wasn't quite as crazy as he is these days. Actually he was a lot less crazy than he is these days. Yeah.
0: Back in the when he did that Owl God. Was it Moloch the Owl God when he went and investigated that? Bohemian Grove. Yeah, Bohemian Grove. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that was his first big documentary that launched him.
0: Yeah, I I do like a good conspiracy, but yeah, I don't believe in too many. I mean, I believe in the ones that were like when we got the Freedom of Information Act that told us like the Gulf of Tonkin and Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Northwood, Operation Northwood, and stuff like that. You start, you start reading about these things, and you, then you start looking at what our government's doing today.
1: Conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theory overall Larry, is very, no, really. very under attack right now, and has been since the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. There was, there was a good five, six years where it was more acceptable, and just to talk about it, to have the discussion. But now, every, you know, every major corporation on the internet is cracking down on it. YouTube, if you mention conspiracy theory in your headline or in the description or even in your video, they don't—they will censor some things or even delete them. But you will not get like put into suggested videos mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, yeah, I'm bummed about I, I that. I get there. I I see and it's the reason they use it, their argument is they don't want to spread that because they believe it's all lies and it's detrimental to the people that will just believe it. But it's also censoring the topic.
0: I hate censoring. I'm very anti-censorship. Are you
1: worried about podcasting getting censored?
0: Or at Mm, least regulated? No. No, You don't think that's coming? It's just the internet. No. I think there's always going to be an outlet out there that's going to allow you to have your freedom and let you do that stuff. There's always going to be the smaller platforms that are going to allow that, I think. I don't know. Probably. I can't say always, but I'm not too worried about it. But yeah, I mean, I don't love... So
1: they may still allow you to do it, but if Apple decides that they're going to start not holding certain shows, you're going to be cut. Like, your your audience goes to... They'll have to find you mm-hmm. rather no, that's, than just yeah. Apple feeds all those other sites for the most part, so uh, YouTube does start uh, has been doing it to videos. Um, yeah, I know
0: YouTube's uh, censored a lot of things with like flat Earth and anti vaxxing and yeah, they've definitely done a lot of their own. So I guess I don't. I don't censorship. mean that
1: you won't be able to do it. You're just audience won't be able to find you. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I'm not big enough to worry about it, I guess. <laughs> if I was... I don't know. It'd be nice. Yeah. I yep, I'm anti-censorship. That's so why I'm not a big fan of Canada. They don't yeah. have free speech. Yeah. They're just our hat. <laughs> Canada's our hat. I, I like to rag on Canada. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for your new advent, adventure, or your venture that you're, you're starting to go on and, and changing kind of gears a little bit and getting invigorated and gonna start this new content creation. Yeah. Um yeah, we haven't really talked about your podcast a whole lot, but you can you're more well welcome to talk oh, about well, it. I mean, pimp it out. The ectoplasm yeah, one
1: ectoplasm show where we just hit three hundred and fifty episodes. I uh, was from six time to time anniversary a couple of weeks <clears> ago. Nice. Um it's still going strong. We've uh Josh, my co host Had COVID in his house and was kind of unavailable for a couple weeks, but we're getting back to it this week. Um, So yeah, it's all things paranormal and it's a funny, conversational podcast like this, Mm -hmm. and where we talk about topics in paranormal news, but we don't take it too seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, The podcast Larry and I are starting. We haven't really talked about it. It was just yesterday I texted him and said, "Let's start a podcast." (laughs) Nice. Uh, I want it to be more. more serious, okay, and just topic driven. Just we'll give we'll talk about the topics, put out there paranormal the research, yeah, uh, put out there you know what we find out about it. But it'll be less conversational, more just
0: more journalistic, perhaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's fun. That's what I want to do with that one. Um, so yeah, the, go to ectoplasmshow.com for the ectoplasm show. Go to strange paranormal for the rest of it, which doesn't have anything on it right now except for. Coming soon in in the form that people can contact us if they want to.
0: And you have a team, like a paranormal team, or is it no, just you and Larry kind of doing your own? So
1: technically, Larry is part of another team. Okay,
0: we haven't done It's anything. a whole,
1: it's a whole long story, okay. crazy history between Larry and I. They kind of fucked me over <laughs> one year, but that's all water under the bridge now. That was a long time ago. Now, um, anyways, I haven't had an active team. In probably five years, six years, five years, it's just been me and and so and and my friends. Um, that's kind of what I'm going to do. I like that. I keep it. It's the strange paranormal is going to be me with when I go on investigation. I'm going to bring the people around me on,
0: but strange paranormal
1: will not be about me. It's just it's me doing the stuff with my friends.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'd love to do some. More stuff. Definitely. I'd love yeah, to come out, look at, try to find some UFOs, try to see some more ghosts. Um, I know it's probably getting a little bit late. I'll kind of wrap it up. I, I gave Eve, Shannon and Elijah this kind of question <clears throat> that I liked, and I want to pose it to you guys as well with with the kind of investigating that you do. You guys do a lot of the you know, ghost hunting, if you will, and I think a lot of people – Probably you too as well. I'm not going to speak for you, but maybe look at that as like ghosts or like they were people. They were alive. Now they're dead. That's not how I okay. look at it. Okay. Yeah. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, never mind. I, but, the- but do you think, but uh, have you thought, or is there any thought process? Uh, what if there are ramifications or anything f- posing towards you, to you guys, for when you guys die? Like, since you do all of this messing around with these ghosts, if you will, and paranormal stuff, do you think once you guys cross over, whatever happens when you die, whatever you think, do you think there could be ramifications or even happy things uh, that could re- be result a result from all of this stuff that you're doing in this realm? Go first. Go for
2: it. My personal opinion, if ghosts are real, if they are remnants of someone's soul that's been... Left over from when they've passed because they have unfinished business or whatever. I think I am going to be a ghost because unless I have all these questions that I have in my head mm-hmm. about this stuff answered before I die, I'm still going to have those questions as a ghost. Okay. So I'm still going to have that unfinished business per se that I'm looking to solve. Um, as far as, like, ramifications, I don't know. I mean, that might
0: be one if, if you get trapped, if you get yeah. stuck because you have unanswered things and you get trapped I in this.
2: guess that would be a ramification just on me,
0: mm-hmm.
2: per se, as to a ramification <clears throat> on like, no, I mean, you, society you. as a
0: whole. No, I mean, just on you. Personal ramification. Do you think yeah. anything I, I, could I possibly... Think-
2: think that's uh, that could be a ramification i don't think there would be any sort of ramifications so for anybody else
0: but it's like since you're doing this once you die do you think maybe these these spirits if you were like all right our time you've been <laughs> fucking with us all <laughs> like these the years chasing us that's yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like
3: <laughs> i I'd mean that's, that's, you it. think you
0: were scared then larry <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no gun now or blanket to put over <laughs> here we got you <laughs> that's now that's true
1: Shit. <laughs> um for me as far as ramification i i'm not a religious person i think that if i live a good life i shouldn't have to prove myself i don't know maybe that's wrong but i think if i if if i live a good life and there's something after i will be fine after even if it's coming back here yeah in
0: a different form um i don't know i just didn't know if this was like something you guys think about like oh shit what happens if i die <laughs> or when i if when I die, will me messing with these ghosts or trying to investigate them, will they you know I, I don't guess know. as and investigators, the
1: more I think about and probably that I know that other people think about is if I die, will I be able to come back, yeah, and mess and with mess people mess with people, not mess with people, but will I be that bridge that can allow that person to witness something or even prove something mm-hmm. um. i I guess i never really thought about because i don't feel malicious when i'm interacting with these things so i don't know if i would worry about them unless they're already evil and you would already have to worry about them whether you were doing what we're doing or not
0: sort of unless you're opening yourself up to them that's true and
2: it could be the point too that like we've gone to locations so many times trying to interact with these things and Who's to say that they haven't been trying to interact with us back? Mm-hmm. And now that we're finally dead, they're like, you know, hey, dipshit. Yeah, I was trying to talk <laughs> to yeah. you. Now you're gonna listen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: the other thing that could be possible is the the religious nuts <clears throat> are right, and we are just fucking with demons, and we're gonna pay for it. <laughs> um, there are there's there there are plenty of those people out there that believe we are basically doing work for the devil because we're trying to interact with these things. Okay. Um I'm not personally worried about that, but mm. there's p- th- that they could be right. I don't know. Right, um, who
0: knows? Who fucking knows?
1: I guess I already have my viewpoint on life and I'm fine with it. And if that's what happens, like if I go to hell afterwards because of that, well, fuck it, I was going to hell anyways. <laughs> I mean, I mm-hmm. I don't know. So, um what was the other part of the question?
0: Basically that was it. If you just kind of if you think about that what your afterlife could be as a result from doing these investigation type things, if there could be anything that
2: Could you look at it too is is we're already dead and maybe the things that we're trying to communicate with are the things that are still alive that are trying to communicate with us. Sure. And we're in purgatory or hell.
0: Okay, I don't love that idea. But <laughs> I, I mean, sure, I'm I'm down with something, or maybe some kind of interaction between some kind of dimension, and this is like some weird, yeah, fuzzy part between two dimensions that just happen to be. You know, maybe that's a mirrored universe that that they're they're paranormal investigators too. Mm-hmm. In that realm Yeah And then yep. you guys Keep going to the same spots Because that's where we're Just <laughs> we're randomly we're And yeah. like Oh we keep interacting With each other It's just two dimensions Keep fucking with each other You both <laughs> Observe Trying to observe each other and Just can't quite Breaking through And coming up with Your own theories And that's ideas It's
1: definitely a theory In the field <laughs> For sure <laughs> Okay that, that it could be Something just as curious As us Or curious as us Interacting with us uh, Maybe we'll never know mm-hmm. Maybe they'll never know uh, It could all just be A glitch in the matrix so who knows I and mean, I'm fine with never knowing <clears throat> I, the, I don't need that anymore. that's not why I do it. I do it to experience this stuff, so
0: it's fun, mm-hmm. yeah, whether it's real or not, the experiences are real. like you mm-hmm. said earlier, and like I said, I, I don't necessarily believe I'd like to. I want something more compelling. but the experience I had with the little goosebump areas that was cool. that bring me back. You know, I'd, I'd do it again.
1: I wish I could promise you that activity. You would, Even if you hey, were with us and I, we had all kinds of stuff happening, yeah. you may not even see it or interact with it. Yeah. I had a longtime friend who passed away a few years ago that came on 100 investigations with us. We had all kinds of activity at a lot of these places. He only ever saw one thing once. And he was fine with that too. Mm-hmm. He had a great time going to... Like, going to these historic, going to that building was an experience in and of itself it was really cool we get to go to those places like that often it it's great so but for him it was all about that and one time he saw a shadow figure standing next to him next to a hanging noose in a barn in oh shit in uh Boone boonville missouri yep. um yeah so he th- that could happen to you we could take you on 100 investigations and you never see anything Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I i wish something would happen for you I, <laughs> I, i'll too. try uh, you're definitely invited all right I, I have i'm lining up as much stuff as i can so yeah. i'll keep you in the loop for them
0: do it i'd love to be part of your uh created content as well maybe get awesome. a, a special feature on one of your youtube sure. videos come definitely. out there hell yeah yeah that'd be awesome well guys this was awesome Happy Halloween. Yeah. Thank you for the Halloween episode. Definitely. Uh I'll leave this moment here for you guys to kind of, if there's anything you've left out or would like to say. or I've already pamper.
1: promoted my stuff, but yeah. Larry is actually an author as well. Oh, really? And he could tell you where to, and, and an Scientist, artist. an author, um, an artist. Um, he can tell you where to find his stuff online okay. if, you, if you're interested in his What'd books you got? What art. do
0: we got? What are your books about? Or uh, both?
2: One of the books I've written is just about some of the paranormal experiences that uh, me and my team have had i have one photo book out of it's like a dining room coffee table fine book um we're actually putting one together right now that i'm hoping to have out in the I next weeks a good weeks. coffee book mm-hmm. um yeah if if you go to www.antiquememories.art um that's my website where you can can buy all the photography the the cartoons the artwork the books um, you or, have a
1: book about black eyed kids, too. Is it I, on there?
2: I, it's not on there. Uh, I, I've i written a fictional book, a novel about the black eyed kids phenomenon, my take on it. I don't um, know.
0: What that, I've never heard of the black. <laughs> we'll have to save that. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, all right, save that. Man, we'll save it. <laughs> um,
2: I just had it professionally edited, so oh, I'm, okay. I'm finishing typing it up. Sweet. Hoping to have that out pretty soon. Um, but yeah, you can check it out on Facebook, too, if you just go to Antique Memories. Or
1: What's the name of your book that is out there?
2: Uh, The name of my books that are out there, uh, the picture book is called Mindscapes, Photography of America.
0: You're a photographer, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Not as good as this one. This one does pretty well. I don't even try. Uh, Yeah. yeah, (laughs) of upsets me. um, The the investigation book uh, about the experiences in the paranormal is called Mm -hmm. The Parachum Chronicles. Um, My nickname is Parachum Rick. Like chum in the
0: water. Yeah. Parachum. Because I scare,
2: so (laughs) they like to scare me.
0: I'm say a pair Dead. of jump. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: that works too, uh, and then the one that's coming out soon uh, about the black eyed kids is called "The Children: Birth of Evil." So. Whoa. Yep.
0: Whoa. I'm hoping
2: to have that out before Halloween.
0: Okay. So. And a scientist. I will definitely do some more talking. I'll definitely get <laughs> you guys back in here. I like I, this was fun. This is the kind of conversations. I love this shit. Yeah. This is why I do the podcast. It's fun, interesting. Just. Yeah. I love this. Thanks for having us. Oh, prior. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming back, and we'll definitely do this again. I like you guys. Yeah.
1: I didn't bring you a present this time. <laughs> you
0: only have you, – you, you don't have to do it once. You did it once. That's all I, that's salt, right? <laughs> it's salt from 650 feet below Kansas. Did you um, ever lick it? Yeah. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, Larry, Jason. Appreciate you guys. Let's uh let's get the hell out of here. Happy Halloween, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Halloween podcast. And uh, that's it. Bye. Hell yeah.
1: That was fun. Good. That was fun. I'm still, huh?
0: still not a whiskey fan. I'm still not a whiskey fan. That's okay. Especially drinking it this way, huh? It's Just straight. I know it's not everybody. been on a whiskey kick lately
1: i'm gonna try to figure out how to do some bigfoot hunting actually i'm starting i'm gonna start looking into reports of bigfoot where we're going (laughs) great